Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome back to the Believe in Badger Football Podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, presented by BetOnline.ag. As always, I'm your host, Matt Perkins, joined by Badger Legend, the Hebrew Hammer himself, Matt Bernstein. Maddie, how are we feeling on how are we feeling today? Dude, it's Monday. Before it Monday. Thanksgiving. How am I feeling? I, listen, I'm optimistic. I feel good. I know we're gonna get into it, but we won a game that usually is a trap game for a lot of Wisconsin teams and we won. So anything this thing says to us is guys, you need to prepare. No one's going to lay down, but we can talk about that. Well, you guys know what time it is. It is time for a Monday morning fullback, 15 minutes on the clock, talking the good, the bad and the ugly from the game against Nebraska starting right now yeah all right uh let's start with the good (laughs) the good is i had i think four espressos this morning with maple when she woke up super early um dude the good is we won man we won a game we won our last home game um i thought we did it in a fashion that is is has been different from this year is a fist fight to the last play of the game and we won i think there's a lot there's more I wouldn't say there's a lot of good. There's some bad and there's not so much ugly, but there's some bad. Um, listen, I'll, I'll say it first, man. We look good on offense. You already said that to me before, but we look good on offense. We had no turnovers. We had four penalties for 42 yards. So these are things that you will win games. We had a, we had a, um, I mean, geez, right off the bat, we had a kickoff return touchdown. So your, your percentage of possibly winning already is, is, is elevated. Um, I thought Graham Mertz played to me exactly what we needed him to do. I thought he looked really good. He threw the ball away when he did. He checked down. I, I just liked his play. Um, I thought, you know, Ferguson was everywhere and every, yeah, he's dude to see him run like a deer in the open field was just so nice. You know, on senior day, you get a win. It, it's, I think that's special. I mean, how could I not talk about my guy, uh, Braylon Allen? I mean, the dude is, he, I mean, look, you want to, let's talk about JT first. The dude had five touchdowns yesterday in the NFL. I mean, pretty special. I'm sorry it was against the Bills, but that's a special day. Um, and we have a guy who's following in his footsteps. And I didn't think we'd have somebody, you know, within the next couple of years who could do this. You know, I thought Jalen Berger was going to be the guy, but I didn't think he was a JT guy. And now Braylon Allen's convincing me every game that he is that dude. Um and, and I hate to say this, he is that dude. He's like a, a concoction of like 10 running backs we've had. And I just love everything he's doing. I mean, listen, without this guy, we're not sitting here today. I mean, he's the emergence of the next best running back in, in college football. So. I mean, for me, he's, I'll keep saying, I'll keep banging the same drum. He's John Clay, but maybe with like James White's feet. Because one of the things that really impressed me about Braylon is that he does a really good job of seeing holes and cutting back like quickly and keeping his feet moving. So for me, that that's where I would go with him. Was I also, I, was, I completely agree. I think he's a mixture of a lot of people. Um, I mean, he has that 
you know, that JT, like people bounce off him. He's got the John Clay people bounce off of him. I do think his vision is fantastic. It's getting better. That's what's amazing. Like from the beginning to now, his like just everything about him has gotten has gotten better. But I also think with everything getting better about him, Graham Mertz has gotten better. The O line looked really good. Well, for me, that's what I wanted to start with from my good. I thought the offensive line played one of their most complete games of the year, and they were they were strong, like all all game long. They did a great job opening holes. They did a really good job of protecting Mertz. They, were, they allowed one sack. Um, and But I, I thought that we had especially a good good game from the interior three, especially Seltzner. Seltzner really popped for me in this mm-hmm. game at left guard. I thought that he was, I, I, I thought, like I said, like, I, th- I think he just played really, really well all game. You saw a, a, a fair bit of Jack Eschenbach. Um, uh, playing blocking tight end and listen, some of those touchdowns as well. Yeah, some of those touchdowns are right behind his block. He had one in the first quarter. He just blew his dude way out, and um, I think Braylon Allen cut back behind them. It was a touchdown. And what the other thing that they did was for a lot of for a lot of the running plays, they brought in a sixth offensive lineman. They brought in Bordellini, and they went heavy, and that was effective. That was really effective, and Bordellini especially was just mauling dudes playing blocking tight end effectively. I, I, listen, I they were doing motions. They were shifting a little bit. I mean, this is the offense that I expected day one, right? Like, this is – I expected to see big 330-pounders pulling, kicking dudes out. They scored three times on the same play, I think, when they had the two, the two backside guys pull – it's exactly what I thought that this all line could be. Listen, maybe the coaches, I'm sure they know better than obviously the couch potato sitting here, but maybe we just needed some games to really figure out who our dudes were and figure out what we could do. I, I don't know if that's true or not. I hope, I mean, I, I hope not because you coach. So the only thing you do is coach. So you should know your guys, but it seems like these are all new dudes. Like every single guy who steps on the field has a chip on their shoulder they're playing fantastic. Listen, this game is, if this is Notre Dame, like we're going to lose this game in the fourth quarter, but this team's not going to lose anymore. Like, I love it. This is a trap game for me. Like I do think on defense, we played not to lose. I don't want to go to the bad yet. Cause I'm still pumped about the offense. Um, but dude, this is a Nebraska team that had absolutely nothing to lose. Like this is a bowl game for them. This is the ruin a season. This is a bowl game. It's, it's kind of, if you played football, this is like everything you're excited to go do. A, a, an away game to ruin a season, to ruin senior day. It, it, it's like everything you you build up for. They got a coach who's on the hot seat. Four guys got fired. You know, like they played lights out. To me, they really played lights out football. And I think the two picks helped us dramatically. Dramatically? Dramatically? Dramatically. Um. Well, yeah, so I, that's one thing I wanted to move to. Let's talk about Colin Wilder. He played his best game of the season. He had both those picks. And he was really what made the defense. He, he's the one who got stops because, as we'll talk about in the bad, they, they were hitting big plays. Nebraska big. was hitting big plays, and it was very reminiscent of Penn State. It was very reminiscent of Penn State. And but they couldn't score. They, I mean, no, they could score, but they, they yes, I would agree. And so, Since they beat us in touchdowns deep, this team just had huge plays left, right, up, and down. Yeah. And so 
Wilder was sort of the saving grace for the defense on the day for me. And I think for a lot of people, because like you said, he had those two picks and he also had um, to, you know, like I said, yeah, he had those, he had those two picks and, you know, both of them were at really important junctures of the game. So um, one of the good that I want to talk about, you mentioned it quickly, Stefan Bracey, first touch of the season. He's had a bunch of nagging injuries. I'm so happy for him. He had some returns last year. He was, you know, he where he looked like he had potential. First touch of the year, he gets the ball. Apparently, the story is in the, it, you know, right before the opening kick, he's telling the guys if he gets the ball in his hands, he's taking it to the house. What does he do? He takes it to the house, and that was awesome. He broke two tackles in that as well, which mm-hmm. was which was really good. And I was so happy for him. It was the right way to start the game. And like I said, it was his first touch of the year. The first time the ball had been in his hands all season. So good for him. I'm really, I was really excited about that. And just in general, our special teams probably had their best game of the year. Well, maybe not because I mean, Lars did miss a field goal. Um, but so. they they didn't play terrible. I mean, listen, it's it, you, it's hard to say because they had a, a kick return touchdown, which is to open up the game kills a team like it kills the other team look at what we've done in our whole time as i'm sure if we look back look gilreath did it you know it's it's hard to come back you're already down and the offense hasn't stepped on the field basically no one stepped on the field besides special teams and you're already losing um you know a missed field goal to me is huge in this game particularly it could have come down to that right like we only won by a touchdown and they almost you know that last play was very controversial in a number of ways but that could have been, they could have scored a touchdown. And why not go for two? Like, why not try to win? Like, what do you guys have nothing to lose? Um, so, I, you know, I think that's huge for us. We get a momentum and then we miss, you know, the momentum, the pendulum swings. In a game like this, you know, we can't have it. Listen, I, I was impressed by Nebraska. They, you know, obviously they said it a trillion times, but they haven't really lost by a ton of, ton of points. Not getting they blown have a out. positive point differential. Right. In so, league play, where they're now one in seven, they still have a positive point differential. I mean, this team could have been like six and three, you know, whatever it is, seven and two. I mean, they could have. It's one touchdown game. But for us, missing a field goal in in a in a game that is is decided by what one to six points is a big deal. So I can't give our special teams all the credit except for the kick return kind of outshadows everything else yeah and in Budnovich was good too punting yeah both of his punts were 44 yards um so yeah I, I was that 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 was good too I love the punt team yeah they're great <laughs> let's move to the uh let's move to the bad uh no sacks that's where I'm gonna start no sacks they got a bunch of pressure but couldn't get home and that gave Martinez enough time and he was able to scramble enough that he hit open receivers and I, our, our, our pass defense just wasn't there. It, it kind of looked like we were a step slow on defense. Like we were, we were not the same like tuned up defense that we usually are. There looked like a lot of guys were legitimately a half second behind. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't the defense looked to me bad. I mean, it looked like um, the, 2004 going at Michigan state and losing. Cause we gave up 400 rushing yards. We gave up 309. What we gave up 351 passing yards. Our, our DBs got exposed 
the whole entire game. I, I agree. We didn't get any pressure. Basically, I, I, I mean, Jimmy, I love you to death, but if, if I had to pick one game that you might have gotten out of coached, it, it might have been this one. But you're also playing a good team with really – to me, I was impressed by the quarterback. Martinez was – I thought he played a great game. I thought uh, Allen, their tight end, played a good game. He had 143 yards receiving. He's massive. When he went out on uh, to do the coin flip, I was like, who the, who the hell is Andre the Giant on their team? He's he looks like Owen Dan- He looks like Owen Daniels and wearing number 11, but like seven inches taller. That dude he, is a monster. He is literally six inches taller than OD. Yeah. And he played – I thought he played really well. I thought he played – so I, I really am – I was impressed with Nebraska. I thought they came in, they had a game plan, and they they really did well. The the one downside for them is Martinez makes stupid errors. Like, that's his that's his thing. And he yeah, made he had that one huge. absolute just, like, duck of a throw that Wilder – like, that was 15 yards from the closest wide receiver that just went right into Wilder's hands. And, like, that, that was – like I got to say, like, no sacks – we got according to Pro Football Focus, the uh, there were twenty four quarterback pressures, but only three hits and zero sacks. And, so, I mean, I'm telling you, we just were a step they, behind the whole game. They couldn't, they couldn't get home, and we didn't get that. I don't know. Some of the like the delayed blitz, delayed middle linebacker blitzes weren't quite working. The I don't know, just there was something that was a little bit off, and I think you have to give a lot of credit to Scott Frost and the scheme, and they're coming off a bye. They clearly had a really strong game plan, and, you know, Nebraska's playing Iowa next week. I think Nebraska's going to beat Iowa. I I think they're going to beat them. That's their bowl game. I think they will beat them. Listen, our defense, if you look at all the team stats, Nebraska had 452 total yards. The only thing that we're in the green is the turnovers. Time of possession is 33 to 26. You know, Nebraska, 22 first downs compared to our 15. It's just not like us, right? It's just, it's really not like our defense. Um, I, I just, I was shocked to see, you know, like we scored that opening kickoff and then they just drove down. Like we were kind of like Swiss cheese, not even there. Um you know, still guys had good games, but that's because you're playing defense. You have to tackle guys like it happens. But, you know, I, I, I am here's here's what's good about the bet. We won this game and now you could walk into the locker room and go, guys, listen, you can never do that again. Like you can't go to Minnesota and think that this is going to happen. I think it, this happened at the perfect time to make sure that we are tight. Everything's tied up. All the loose ends. People's heads, you know, their mentals are up to go into Minnesota for another team that this is a huge game for us. The one the his, history behind it, but I mean, these guys can't go in there and just play this way. It's this, you know, the, the ski Yuma is going to take over. This dude's going to row a boat on a frozen lake. I, I don't get it. It's, the lakes are frozen nine, 10 months a year. And their, their, their thing is row the boat to, to like what? You're an icebreaker? I don't know. Then maybe they take the Paul Bunyan axe and try to chip away at the ice. But, uh, you know, I, I think it happened at, at the perfect time. Um, I want to go back to the good for a second. Yeah. Scott Frost looked like he had um, possibly my favorite human being standing behind him the whole entire game. In, you didn't see it. It was like his bodyguard player personnel. Oh, yes, yes, yes. With I the sunglasses. Did. Yeah. 
Listen, it's funny because and, and the, I think he had like cornrows and like dude, he looked, looked, I loved it, but I did I was like all, who in, is all this black, guy? right? In all, all black. black. That was, was awesome. Like, is this a? No, I that, thought it was that, the get back guy. I think There's it was. A get back. I think it but was he, the get back guy, but he wasn't in any Nebraska gear. It was just like I think he was wearing like a black leather jacket. Like he looked it, like John Wick out there. It, he <laughs> he did look like John Wick. I was actually I loved it. The dude stuck. He stayed strong when he was wearing sunglasses when it was sunny out and then it turned nighttime and he was wearing sunglasses. <laughs> but I just kept sitting there going, man, even this guy doesn't have any Nebraska. Like maybe he's a cop. Maybe he's undercover. Maybe he's a bodyguard. But well, if still, he's undercover, like, he's pretty conspicuous. Like he's sticking out. With <laughs> a, if you're undercover, you would think you would be in Nebraska gear to blend I, in. I just absolutely love that part of the game because it, it, it really – was like anytime they showed Scott Frost, I was like, wait, who's that guy? Is he there? Oh my God, he's still there. You know, like you, like some guys would stand behind Coach Alvarez to get on TV. Like you knew he was going to be on TV 20 times. It, I understand that. Like you stand there for that reason. I thought that guy was doing it for the first like five minutes. And then I was like, wait a second. This yeah, he's dude is not. He's been there the whole game. I absolutely loved it. I couldn't be more happy. And I think. My even my wife was like googling who that dude was. So I think it's all over Twitter. I think it was. A, I think it's the player personnel or or something like that. But um, it was fantastic. All right. I think we've kind of hit the ugly for the most part. Uh, I mean, there was a, to me there wasn't a tremendous ugly. I mean, our just our defense didn't play like they used to. Yeah. Or they're like I'm, like I'm used to watching. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Yeah. But listen, man, we won. It's you know, ass week, baby. It's actually it was a fun game to watch. I'm not gonna lie, it, it was, was. It, 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 it was back and forth. I was, I was always like nervous, but not never at a point where I was like dismayed. We never were trailing, right? We were always ahead or tied. It's pretty amazing. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna lie. These guys are resilient from what we started at till till, till this game, and you know it's easy to kind of be in a fist fight and just be like, oh, you know, like, we're just gonna give it up. I, I'm thrilled. We're going to Axe Week. I think these guys are ready to try to stop Braylon Allen, Minnesota. You guys are in for a show. But I do think we need to find somebody back him the, up. He's going to take a lot and, of hits. And here, here's the thing. Minnesota's a run-first team. What do we do on defense better? We, run, we stop the run. We stop the run. Stop the run. And I don't think that Minnesota has one wide receiver – and their best tight end, Coquif, is a he's a blocker. He's not a he, he's an amazing blocking tight end. Like he's a massive human being and he is a fantastic blocker. But he is not the pass catching threat that Austin Allen is. So I'm I, I feel pretty good about what we what we're gonna do against Minnesota. And I just had to say it with the Minnesota accent because <laughs> You know, because of that time. All right, we got to end with our top five Badgers of the game. So, counting down, uh, we're, we're going to go five to one this week. Number five, Stefan Bracy. Oh my God, you're going backwards. Well, one opening kickoff, he set the tone for the whole game. Yeah, I, I actually think at that point, like we we won. Yeah, absolutely. And he uh, looked fast. He looked good. Like I'm excited touched, about that kid. You know what? He's he he touched the ball once and. He, uh, he does the ball three times on the day, but the first time he touched the ball, 91 yards to the house, and 
I, I just we want to give him some love, man. Like he, it, you know it, what? It's awesome. I'm so pumped for him. When was the last time we saw a kick return touchdown? Aaron Cruikshank in the Rose Bowl uh, against Oregon. Okay, but that was a bunch of years ago. That was the end of the 2019 season. Right, but in COVID, it was like 14 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> so. You don't see those every day, so that guy deserves to be on that list for sure. All right, number four, Colin Wilder. I mean, the dude had two picks. I thought he was all over the place. He had some good tackles. And one of those picks was really hard. I mean, one was a, a – but you know what? It reminded me of a Jimmy Leonard game. Number 18, he had a, a, like an impossible grab out of nowhere, and then he was just in the right place at the right time and got got like a, a, a center fielder ball. But you know what? It doesn't matter because he made the plays. Two tackles, two picks, and return those picks for 43 yards. Number three, Graham Mertz. Listen, I'm, I'm high on this kid now, man. 12 for 18, 145 yards. You know, he threw for a touchdown. I thought it was a great ball. I thought Kendrick Pryor ran a great route. Um, Kendrick Pryor dropped a ball that I actually think was a really – could have been a huge play on the five. And yeah, right that was the hands. drive that we missed the field goal. Yes. So, you know, like I think – and also, so Graham's 12 for 18 should have been, I think, higher. But It should, it, it should have been, uh, according, to, uh, according to PFF, uh, let me bring this up really quickly. How I many drops? Pro football focus. What's that? I love pro football focus. Oh, I, I, there's a lot of things. Yeah, he had the Kendrick Pryor. That was the one drop of the game, and that was going to be, uh, you know, twenty twenty two yard catch or something like that for. And but puts us the, in puts us on the four yard line. Yeah, or exactly. five yard line. So exactly. So you know, was, so Graham Mertz could have went thirteen for eighteen, one hundred and sixty seven yards and a touchdown. Or if what he happens. makes that. Well, also if he makes that, if he makes that throw. I think the next pass is incomplete anyway. So, so there you, know. you go. So yeah. it changes, but I, I, I think Graham has, has become, or it, it's still learning, but he's still, he's becoming, listen, he threw the ball away more. He didn't force anything that I saw was crazy. And he had no turnovers, no turnovers. When he did get sacked, he held the ball and that was exactly. a big hit. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I, I'm high on this kid. I think he's, he's coming into his own and it's exciting. Yep. Number two, Jake Ferguson. I mean, Barry's grandson. Last time you might you know the funniest meme I saw was Barry's grandson passing the baton to 17-year-old Braylon Allen. You <laughs> can't beat it. Listen, I, I thought Ferguson was everywhere he needed to be. I thought he played outstanding. He was a check down guy. He ran a, a lot of routes. He runs in traffic and he catches the ball. Um, you know, I listen, I I'm sad to see some of these guys go. I, I mean, Ferguson is such a staple. Yes, he's Barry's grandson, but, you know, like he was so exciting to watch. He did all the things he needed to do. He blocks well. He blocks downfield. Like the dude is just a badger, obviously, you know, bleeds badger red because he's born into it. But uh, just a special, a special guy that you don't see every year or every four years. I have to start calling him the visa card because he's everywhere you want to be. He, I, I kind of like that. Yeah. <laughs> and number one, I mean, if it wasn't I mean, obvious already, Braylon Allen. The dude averages 20 yards. What, how, like, what's his average? 10.4 yards per carry in this game. 22 carries, 228 yards, three touchdowns. I mean, on the season, on. Uh, he is averaging, I think, like 7.6 yards per carry, something like that. Um, I mean, it's silly. It, it, it's JT yeah, numbers. 7.6 yards per carry. Over a thousand yards already. If you figure, the first time he really got carries was the Illinois game. It, it's unbelievable. Like this dude, it, it's. I'm just so excited. You know, like we got him for three more years. He is 
clearly a number one guy. He has become not just, I thought he was going to be the heavy punch to Malusi's, you know, shiftiness. He has become everything in a Wisconsin back. To be honest, everything that goes into the pros and does well. I mean, it's, it, it, he is, he is not just a JT mold. He's, it, it's like, he's drinking a little Kool-Aid from John Clay. He's got AD speed in the back end. Like he's, he's got a lot of things. I, I really like, um, you know, a Monte ball. Like I, I love it. His vision is getting so much better. You know, it's exciting to see him, you know, dap up Melvin Gordon to show the respect. That was like, cool. I love that's cool. That was cool. That was um, cool. And let's face it. Wisconsin running backs own Nebraska. That's also true, but this dude, 22 carries 228 yards is, is, is a great day for, I mean, this is, a, but he's also like, I, I want to say like the fifth running back in the past decade to go over 200 yards against Nebraska, fifth Wisconsin running back to do so. Jonathan Taylor was over 200 yards every single game against Nebraska. Melvin right. Gordon had the, the 480 yards and three in three touchdowns, which is still I know it's not the record for most yards. It's still the single greatest performance by a running back in the history of college football. And he played three quarters. That's my point. <laughs> he and played three quarters. But Monty Ball went over 200 yards against Nebraska. Yep. Like, Wisconsin running backs own Nebraska. And I, I just want to read something off to you. So he didn't, Braylon Allen did not play against Penn State, played seven snaps or had seven carries against Eastern Michigan for 30 yards. He did not play against Notre Dame and then played, had five carries against Michigan. Since then, uh, 131 yards, 108, 140, 104, 129, 173, 228 yards. And in those games, he has 11 touchdowns. In, so he's got 1,000 yards in six games. Is that what we're saying? Yes. Pretty much? Uh, seven. Seven games. I, 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 I just am I'm so excited. I, I like I love it. And I think everyone should be excited. Like the dude just looks he's just so good. I don't know what I don't know what terms there are anymore. I think JT after scoring five touchdowns in the NFL, I have no idea what even what's the next best word. Like Marvel character? Like what like who is it? Captain America? Like I don't even know what to say. That dude, and then you know, Braille now it's following his footsteps. You know, I thought we talked, we talked a lot about um, was it Gary Brown to start the season? Like mm-hmm. about him. I think his, you know, listen, I think all the coaching has 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 dramatically improved because these guys have gotten better. So there's no way that the coaching hasn't gotten better. Yeah. Um, but I absolutely think Gary Brown has taken these dudes to taken this kid to a whole new level. I mean, he he was a running back in high school, but look at what he's doing on the college level in eleven games. But even even Julius Davis, who started who started the game the year as like the fifth string running back, sixth string running back, something like that. He looked good. He only had three carries, 23 yards. You know, he, you know, he, he broke a long one for 17. I think he is, you know, he has potential as, you know, a, a guy who can spell Allen, bring something a little bit different to the field. He's had a tough career. He's had a bunch of injuries, but, you know, and, and he could have given up and fallen off, but I think that it's a testament to Gary Brown that he stuck with it and has coached him up and is, you know, doing, doing some big stuff. So, and I also think that guy, he needs to continue to get better because he three, three carries in a big game. He might have to have five or seven. Yeah, exactly. But he's going to have, you know, Brady shipper is going to have to do the same. I think these guys, if you, if you told me at the beginning of the season, it would be Braylon Allen, Brady shipper or Braylon Allen, sorry, Brady shipper. And um, I'm blanking out on his name. 
because he only had three carries. I'm kidding. What's his name? I'm, I'm Julius Davis. Him. Julius Davis. If you told me that these are going to be the top three dudes, I would be like, there's no chance. We have so many other guys. But this is what's great about football is that, you know, this is what's great about not transferring also is that you you work your tush off and things will happen. You will get opportunities. And now these three guys are now this basically playing in college football on a high level, an eight-win team, hopefully a nine-win team, hopefully to co-play against um, Ohio State, hopefully catch them on a really off day. Windy. It's not windy in, in the in the stadium because it's covered, but it would be nice if there was a lot of wind. That team looked really good. I don't know if you watched Ohio State, but the first quarter quarter took two and a half hours and they had like 25 points. They, it was 49 nothing at halftime. Yeah, against a number seven ranked team. Yeah. Like, Michigan State looked like garbage, though. I, I texted one of my friends that Someone, I, it was halftime. I said, someone needs to tell Michigan State that the game started because you guys get on the bus, go home. I mean that. I, I oh man, I feel really bad. I, you know, you. I don't. I don't know if I've ever been in a in a in an in a ass kicking like that before, but um, that's when you want. You're like looking for the like. They can't even run the clock. Like, there's nothing you can do at that point because you there's you can't score. You're not going to score 50 points against Ohio State. Whatever. So. Uh, I, I digress, which usually happens. Um, hey Matt, how's your how's your uh, how's your holiday shopping going? Oh, I have not started. Oh, you're in trouble, brother. Oh, I, I, I don't I, don't get me started. Of course, I'm in trouble. I'm always in trouble. Uh, I'm always in trouble. But that's sort of that's sort of the story of my life. It's all right. I'm gonna eat a twenty pounds of turkey, and then I'm gonna watch the Badgers hopefully dominate Minnesota. Run around the field with that axe, chop down their goalposts, and then I'm just gonna, you know, enjoy the next. What is it? Two weeks, and then we play in the championship, or is it one week? No, there's there, 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 there's no buys or anything like that. It's, no buys. Yeah. And then I think I'm going to the Jets game on the fifth or the sixth, the fifth. So hopefully that could be a really good weekend. Who are they playing? Uh, the Eagles. I'm going more to watch Eagles fans, like you know, heckle Jets fans. I'll be in my Brooks Bollinger. I mean, it, you know? it, it's it's the top two like heckling fan bases that there are that I can imagine. Yeah, they're pretty. I mean, it, <laughs> I'm sure there'll be a lot of extra security there. I mean, they're, they're going to need it. I, I, no, I I know it's. I mean, they, they they might bring you out of the stands to. I, to, I to will not be getting stuff. into a scuffle. I will be laughing hysterically at other people. But I will, I will not. If I go, I mean, I'd rather not go to be honest. But I don't know. I, I feel like going to a pro football game at this point is, I don't know. I don't know if the juice is worth the squeeze, dude. I would. I, you're, you're the juice is worth the squeeze. The Jets are two and eight. Well, and how long it takes, plus you know, with, with, with the parking and the in the travel to get there, and then on top of well, that, if you take the Metro North. And if you take the path, not the path, the first path or the second one, you have to transfer somewhere in Jersey. I think you can definitely drink on the Metro North. And then I'm not sure this, the train out of the city, but the train that's from Secaucus to the stadium. Yeah. You could, you have to transfer in Secaucus and that's, and you'll just watch all the jet fans um, pop out of there. And then on the platform, if there's a cop on the platform, nobody drinks. If there's no cop on the platform, it's like a freaking party. And then you just pop on the next train and you just get wasted and it pulls right up to the stadium. And 
by that point, you should just stay on and go back home because you right. saw everything you wanted to see in that. So, in that Matt, I just went back through your game logs. You had, oh, God. You, had yeah. one, you had one blowout loss in your career at Wisconsin. Uh, okay. Was, was that at home? Your, it was your junior season. It was away. No, it's at Michigan State. It was at Michigan State. That is yeah, correct. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. 49 to 14. But but it wasn't 49 the first half. It wasn't 49 nothing like we're looking around trying to get off the butt. Like we were we were in the game. It was 21 14 at half. Exactly. And then they ran off uh they ran off 28 unanswered. But I wasn't looking for the bus at halftime. That's true. 49 nothing. Oh my god, I'd be crying myself in the second half. That's but yeah, true. that was that was embarrassing. It was it was a that was you, to go to the Big Ten championship. It was to win the Big Ten because mm-hmm. we didn't have a championship. You had the, the uh, you you tied the game up with a touchdown in the second quarter. Dude ran right through. Um, it was it was a play that should have never gone to me in practice. It never once went me went to me. The line was because <laughs> you know how like I I got up. To, we were in um a split shotgun. So I was on you know had my hands on my knees and I'm looking. I'm like. Oh my God, this play's going to me. They have the linemen in the right places for me to get the ball, not for AD to get the ball. <laughs> like, yes. And, and dude, I watched so much film of Anthony Davis that I got that ball. I knew my landmark. I knew the cutback. I got it. I ran right through nine yards. I think it was nine yards. Yeah, something Seven, like nine. that. Uh, they, nine yards. Nine yards. It was my last touchdown. Also, it was my second to last, and ran right through the end zone into the um, opposing cheerleaders, and kind of just stood there. And it was great. It was glorious. And then we got, um, you know, little did you know, it was the last time you guys would score that game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is it Monday, oh, Matt? Why do you got to do this to me? Let's go uh, back <laughs> because because I got knocked down a peg every once in a while. It wasn't. That game knocked me down like a hundred pegs. And who said it best? J.O. or or Paul said it like, "Don't let one game beat you twice." They beat us. They beat us again. I mean, that was Iowa beat us. Said that, yeah. Iowa beat us the week after to win the freaking Big Ten again. You know, like two opportunities to get a ring, and we just we just didn't do it. I, I mean, that would be my only advice to every single team after or before any any time is don't let that happen, man. Like that that was. Terrible. Everyone always asks, like, oh, did you win the Big Ten? No. Do you play in the Rose Bowl? No. Why not? Because we suck, man. Because we lost two games at the end of the season and we shouldn't have lost. Yeah, because you had Iowa the next week and lost that one, too. Ugh. All right. Well, thanks. Tearjerker. Here. Hey, hey, now. <laughs> hey, now. It's funny that you only, I remember those games distinctly and the rest of the games, I'm like, I, yeah, we won. We were like 9 and 0. But, I, you know, like I remember the Penn State game, obviously, because I had a fantastic game in that. But the rest of them were just like, you know, like we grinded wins. Yeah. And we had a defense like the one we have now that gave up very little to opposing offense. Our offense didn't do, wasn't anything special. But man, well, some guys were, but we really didn't do it. doesn't matter. I, I Now I digress too far to my 21 year old, 20 year old self. Oh, Michigan State. But I got paid back this weekend. There you go. <laughs> Those guys were children in like elementary school when that happened. Oh <laughs> four. Was that 16 years ago? Uh, 17 years ago. 17. Oh, thanks. Most of those kids were in preschool. They're in preschool, man. Dude, what did I do to you, man? 
what did I do? Why are you? What did I do? Seventeen years. Uh, We're old. That's what we have to remember. We are listen, old. I, I every day I wake up, my back hurts. Do you know how hard it is to like bend over and flip the toilet seat up? Like it hurts yes, my back. I'm very time. familiar with that pain. Well, you're six have... three. You're too. You're too tall. I I need to get like a like one of those. You know those extending arms. I need to get one. Like <laughs> with, the get one the... yeah. with the claw. With the claw. Like yeah, I need to get one for the toilet. Just flip it up. <sighs> Either that or I should stop drinking water. No, no, no. What you I need to do is you water. need to get one of those Japanese toilets that has a remote that automatically flips the seat up and down for you and then heats it. You know what I need to send this to my family. I don't need a heater. That was it. I I'm warm. I'm sweating right now. I definitely need that. Mm-hmm. A little, uh, 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 so my, my wife, my wife doesn't like toilet seats being open and I can't, I can't be upset with that. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. But my, my rebuttal is, but that's the, that's my bathroom. But she's like, I don't want to see it when I walk by. And I'm like, Oh, you you know, you, you, you pose a great, it, it makes sense. Um, you know, and then at night you always have this, like she sits on and falls in and it's like, that, oh. my wife has the exact same. So, you, you know, like I'm not going to win this one. So, you know what yeah. I have though in, in, in my bathroom, in my office, the, the, the top of the toilet seat's broken. So it's always open. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> I said, fine. You know, I'm like, if you want it closed, you can fix it. I just told my wife, I want a urinal. That's that's it. I want to. I thought about that when I was in college, especially. I really want. I'm like, it would make a lot. It would also be like more water conscious, right? I mean, yeah. I just want it because I just want it. I like love it. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe at some point when I when, when I have all the money in the world, uh, my real dream to have the trough. I mean, don't <laughs> even get me started on the trough. The trough. I, the, the, the troughs in Camp Randall are special. The second I walked into a stadium, I, I can't remember how old I was or where I was. And I, I, I stepped up to the trough. I'm like, this is real. Like, this is what we're doing. Every single day. I, remember, is I remember exactly where mine was. <laughs> uh, it was the Carrier Dome at Syracuse. Nice. And I was seven. Oh, boy. <laughs> I mean, oh, as a little kid, it's, it's a little bit. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's weird. terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> my, 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 my second one that I also that's even more vivid was for my 10th birthday. We went to a Bills game, Bills versus Colts. Uh, you know, Jim Kelly was, was quarterback for the Bills, and uh, I believe Harbaugh was the quarterback for the Colts. Whoa. Yeah. 19, it would have been 1996. And yeah, that was also, a, that, I think that was my second trough situation. <laughs> well, so we've now gone a, way we, we've gone way over today. Now to, I like to go to the bathroom at a trough. I'm like, this is the best. Let's go, guys. I Get know. in and out. Yeah, Get ten cores lights that are looking to relocate. Like, let's yeah, exactly. go. Exactly. And you know what? <laughs> I, you can pack more people in there. It's more efficient. Well, now it's COVID. I don't know how it's going to be weird, but uh, it's like the it's like peeing on the subway, like with everyone else peeing. It's just bizarre. Yeah. Shoulder to shoulder. It's kind of nice. You know what? It happens. It's kind of nice until like a Michigan fan walks in and you're like, no, not next to me. No, no, no. Go to some other trough somewhere. Yeah, I don't when even you, know. Uh, that, that, that's when you adjust <laughs> the spray a little bit. So let's see if I get on his Nikes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think oh, we're going to have to on end it note. there. You're, uh, on, on that note, uh, Maddie, until next time on Wisconsin. On Wisconsin. Thank you for listening to Believe. 
you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.